the falling leaves. This is the daily podcast from St Paul's Knightsbridge, an invitation to pause for not more than 10 minutes each day to think, to reflect and to pray. This week, as the autumn leaves fall around us and our thoughts turn to endings, Luigi Joya explores the idea of legacy and encourages us to live with style. This might sound unbelievable in the age of low-cost flying, but I never travelled by plane until I was 30. In the Benedictine monastery in the southwest of France, where I lived during most of my youth, we were allowed to visit our families only occasionally, every two or three years, and only for short periods of time. On these occasions, the only way of reaching my hometown in the south of Italy was a 36-hour journey by train, more or less the time it takes to fly to New Zealand nowadays. The flight took me from Toulouse to London for my first visit to Oxford. And I remember that the day before I dutifully went to confession. If the plane crashed, I thought then, I would die in a state of grace, as we used to say. Most practicing Christians nowadays might smile at this behavior, but during my early years in the monastery, I met many older monks and priests almost obsessed about making sure they would die in a state of grace and pray to be granted that which, according to another expression, was referred to as final perseverance. Some would scrupulously wear the so-called scapula of Our Lady of Carmel, a kind of necklace made of two squares of brown tissue connected by a string, meant to represent a miniature religious habit. Those who died wearing this scapula were promised final perseverance, that is to be in a state of grace in the instant of death and therefore the guarantee of going to heaven. Behind these practices there was the belief that our eternal destiny depends on our inner disposition in the moment we die. The silver line about this idea is that however imperfect and even sinful a whole life might have been, even a last-minute act of repentance will obtain us forgiveness from God, which is a beautiful thing. This belief, however, also results from the paranoid-inducing idea that however virtuously people might live, if they have done something sinful just before they die, they go to hell. Enlightened practicing Christians nowadays might have quietened the paranoia, but many might still think that the whole of a person's destiny is decided in a given instant in their lives. For Catholics, it is the moment of death. For evangelicals, it is the instant of conversion. This idea is misleading both from the viewpoint of a human experience and of Scripture. There are, of course, moments, events, decisions, experiences which have a momentous significance in our life, but none defines us because each one of us is a story and meaning can be grasped only with reference to the whole narrative. 
We know that we should never judge people only on the basis of one episode of reaction or behaviour. This is why knowing people takes time. It is only thanks to a familiarity built over a long period of time that we start feeling that we truly know someone, and therefore we become able to put into perspective the occasional blips, failures, arguments, and even more serious misbehaviours. So, even if the last memory I have of someone who passes away happens to be an unpleasant one, it will not define the memory I will keep of this person. If we, as human beings, are capable of this holistic view with regards to each other's lives, how much more God? The way we see God dealing with us in Scripture confirms this human experience. One of the most common metaphors of the way God relates with his people is journeying. What matters is not where anyone is at any given moment, but the way we have walked, where we are going, and the fact that we keep moving. Some journeys are more linear, others are very sinuous, and seen from above often give the impression of going nowhere until again they might find a direction. In the Gospels, Jesus himself is constantly moving and invites his disciples to follow him, journey with him. But even if we do not walk with him, he remains with us. Looking at my life as a story or as a journey helps me to understand why it is misleading to talk about state of grace at any given time. I rather like to see my whole life as graced by the company of God, by the belief that God is with me wherever I am. This means that I am less anxious as to whether I will be in the ideal condition in the instant when I will leave this world, and incidentally that nowadays I do not feel I have to go to confession each time I have to fly somewhere. I am very fond of an episode of the life of St. Aloysius of Gonzague, who one day, as he was playing with other young Jesuits, was asked what he would do if someone told him that he was going to die in the following ten minutes. His reply was, I would keep playing. (laughs) 